When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, given the fact that we're in a crazy week for stocks and this episode is almost a week old, I thought I would preface this with a little update. Since we recorded this show for Como Radio last week, all kinds of stuff has happened. We slipped into a full-fledged bear market with the S&P 500 down more than 27%. However, on Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th, was a lucky day for stocks, the market gained back about 10%, so it put it back in non-bear territory again. I don't know exactly what that means, nor do I have any idea what the future is going to bring. And because we don't know what's going to happen, because you need a better perspective about the markets and your investment portfolio, I've decided to host a special online meeting. It's a real interactive meeting, live, on Saturday the 20th of March, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, and you can sign up for this class. There are only 100 seats available. You can sign up for it at TalkingRealMoney.com. TalkingRealMoney.com. Just click on the event link and uh, join us for, uh, it'll be about a half hour or so, maybe 45 minutes, to try to put things in perspective and help you understand what you need to be doing or need to not be doing at this juncture. So now we'll go back to the podcast. We're talking real money. Ah, the world, it's always changing, isn't it? Just when you get used to something, it gets different. And that's that's the way life works. That's the way the markets work. And right now we're dealing with stock markets that are all over the place. So interesting last week. Yes. So interesting last week to watch all of the gyrations of the market. And they were gyrations. And then to see it end up. It's almost exactly where it started. The well, week. I, I think actually the major indexes were up a bit for last week. Yeah. The S&P was, was up. It was a crazy week. It was. I mean, you had your thousand point swings. Oh, it's dizzying. Dizzying. It was interesting. During the break, I went out to talk to my wife because I literally do do the show from the house. And she said, oh, I bet a lot of people in Seattle aren't out on the roads and a lot of people listen to AM radio and yeah. FM radio. You Very few people listen to them in the house. She goes, nobody has radios in their houses anymore. They don't. I mean, most of the and, listening is done in automobiles. But then I said, Debbie, you know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to go mention the smart speaker thing so that people can listen when they're staying home. Yeah. And, or your because computer. You know, there's all kinds of ways to do it now. Well, but it, with the smart speakers, it's so easy. I walked in and I said, hey, Siri play como radio yeah oh now she's gonna start playing you're gonna get playing como you're gonna get feedback there last week yeah hello so yeah yeah it's just a little <laughs> bit delayed yeah uh and she turned she did it and she she said it she and she said play k-o-m-o yeah and it said playing como radio and she went oh my gosh right. I, I didn't even know i could do this exactly so you don't need to be in your car you could be almost anywhere listening to 
whatever so radio you can today. Go, okay, yeah. Google sure. or Alexa or yeah. whomever. Are there any others? I think those are the only ones. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's you really good news. That's good news. The bad news, by the way, out of all of what's happened lately, is I can almost guarantee you people are going to be looking for guaranteed type of products. Guaranteed oh, yeah. financial stuff. And last year, last year, 2019, a banner year for stocks by any estimation. I mean, the stock markets made a lot of money. And well, guess what else sold like literal hotcakes in 2019? Oh, don't say don't hand sanitizer either. Please, yeah, yeah. Or hand toilet sanitizer paper. Come and on. toilet paper. No. And bottled water. No. Um, no, it's probably, it's, is it index yeah, annuities? It is. I hate those. Sales people. of those products. Up fifty five percent from the previous year. Now that some of that has to do with the fact that if you can think way back to the final quarter of twenty eighteen, remember that way back, and it was a you know the markets Vig- went vaguely. down a lot. It was no, it was a very tough quarter. Oh yeah, it was a bad time, and yeah. The, yeah. the that meant stocks lost money in twenty eighteen. So people said, well, I don't want to do that again. That was a really a bad idea. I'd rather be in something that only goes up, never goes down, and I never lose any money. And I get a part of the stock market increase, right? Wrong. Right. Wrong? Yeah. I mean, wrong. Yeah. I, I meant wrong. <laughs> uh, annuity sales overall, $250 billion, with a B, dollars last year. Uh, that's kind of shocking. A lot of it, again, due to these, these index annuities. And tell us why. Remind us why, please. Please. Don. You have a while? Yeah, we do. But you have a while. But call and okay. interrupt us. Oh, uh, you know, but, did you give but, the number, yeah. by the way? I didn't. Oh, okay. I was gonna do I was well, gonna get to go it. there, that's but your, I didn't. That's the one job you have. One I know I messed it up again. 855-935 talk. 855-935-8255. Brian is, easy. He's sitting out there doing nothing. Except well, infecting the rest CFC. of the staff or something. So make him answer the phone or so he can be so a real fiduciary napping. CFP. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. Um, first, you know, yeah. I, I just doing some research on some investment firms the other day for, I don't know what reason. But you're in, stuck this, in your little room. You got to do something. You know, I ran into this firm, and I don't remember where they were located, but they manage money. But they also help it, fiduciary, and I'm using my air quotes on the radio. Very helpful, see, by the way, for, for me, but nobody else. They're on either else. side of my mic. Yeah, fiduciary. they are. I can, I can uh, attest to that. They help fiduciary advisors sell indexed annuities. Help they is the operative them, word there. Yeah, They have lawyers on staff oh that will create for them a best interest letter yeah, which is coming to show up. how oh. it is in the client's best interest to own one of these. Do they have lawyers on the staff that are writing these letters so you they can sell you the product? Got it. You got it. The insurance How do industry, we get one a, of those? No, we got enough lawyers this, on the staff. Let's not get any more. What do you say? This is, this is a letter written <laughs> Come to on. the SEC. Here, this is a letter written to the SEC by National Western Life opposing the efforts to, uh, years ago, to impose a, a uh, rule. This was before, at the time, the Securities and Exchange Commission was looking to regulate indexed annuities on a national level as an investment. And the insurance industry fought them tooth and nail. They wanted them to be to be regulated at a state level yeah. so that they could pay off the state Fun boards. And we have, a, we have a story on that coming up, too. I forgot about that. But I want to read you one of their comments from this letter to the SEC about their product. 
And then we're going to take your calls at 855-935-TALK. So don't go away. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you know what your investment risk tolerance is? Take our free no-obligation risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. This is the National Public Radio version of Talking Real Money. Or as we like to call where it. Where we talk slowly. Yes. Not that slowly. As we like to say, we're Talking Real Money. Hosted by two not-quite-dead-yet guys. Close, but not quite. Here's this letter that was written by National Western oh, Insurance. back still in still on the, this? In the, yeah, we're on index oh, notice. Anyway, yeah. they basically say that we, the commentators about who speak about these things <laughs> I'm not a potato head. Don't call me a commentator. Come on. we either do not understand or refuse to acknowledge... Yes. That indexed annuities do not pass through financial market performance, and they fail to consider the substantial guarantees provided by fixed index annuity riders under the contracts. Uh, and they go on talking about how people are risk averse. Well, then why create a? Co- Here's what's wrong with indexed annuities: they're Among a convoluted, confusing yeah, product true. that they state is ju- they're created just to provide people with safety. Well, if you want to provide people with safety, just give them a fixed annuity which you can go buy now the interest rates are going to be they're already low they're going to be getting lower now that the 10-year treasury is 80 basis points but a fixed indexed annuities average annual returns and we did they run between three and four percent a year yeah and but why does the industry love these things why do they love them with such a white hot passion i think they make a lot of money on them the commissions can be as high as 10 percent of the principal you put in does that that sound like a good payout so if you go get a Give somebody a hundred thousand dollars and they get ten thousand. Yeah, they're pretty incentivized to do that, right? I, I think it's your money, yeah. not theirs. Shockingly I could be wrong. Or they think it's theirs. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. I hate indexed annuities. I hate them. I hate them. Do not buy them. Uh, Karen, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Karen. Hello. What's up? I would like to know, I'm over 80 years old, I know nothing about financial anything, I am in a senior care community, I own a condo, and I would like to know at what point I should sell it, it's rented out now, I have a management company that is handling that for me, I want to know at what point do I sell my condo, and then what do I do with the money from the condo? Yeah, that's a great question. So this is a condo you're not going to move back to, I'm assuming. You assume correctly. Okay. And any money that you got from the sale of this is money you need to pay the bills, or is this money that would be part of your estate? Tell me more about that. It would be part of my estate. I am low income, but I can manage very well without the monies from this. Yeah, I mean, so, but setting that aside just for a moment, in fact, I just read a piece in the Seattle Times last night about how great condo sales are right now. Makes me want to sell Good, my condo. take advantage of I it I wish right I could now. sell my condo. Anyway, because uh, I don't like owning it. But but here's the problem you're going to face. Now, I don't know, is this the only piece of residential real estate you've owned over a long period of time? I've had it 20 years. 
Yes. Okay. So, because I'm just checking on the taxation of that sale. So, the, the difference She's between... It's going to be fine. Okay, so you're not going to pay a big capital gains tax. That's what I was worried Are you, about. Have you been renting it for a while? I've been renting it for four years. Yeah, now we're getting into the the yeah. rules here. In other words, if you if you just had a piece of property that you bought at some time and then you sold it many years later, the difference between what you bought it for and sold it for, the government is going to want you to pay taxes on it. I'm not sure in this instance yeah, no, she's, if that she's applies. Gonna- She's going to pay taxes. So that's on the it. problem, Karen. In other words, you're going to be giving a lot to the government, and if it's money you don't need, if it should just be part of your estate, then I would say just hold on to it, keep it in your estate. You have somebody that's managing it for you, and leave it that way. Uh huh. You see what I'm saying? In other words, you're, you'd be paying, you'd be signing up to pay taxes you would not have to pay otherwise. So then, my estate, whoever I donate this to, blah blah blah, they would not have to pay taxes. That's correct. No, they'd get a stepped-up cost basis. Yeah, in other words, the the value of the condominium, and we're not being morbid here, but would be at the value of the day of your death. Ah. And they would get that okay. basis for So if they sold it sometime afterwards, the difference uh-huh. between what it was valued at the time of your death and the time they sold it, then they would have to pay tax on that difference. But otherwise, no tax. Yeah, the, the so rule anyway, is. So I should advise my kids to sell it right away as soon as I yeah. as, as soon as I go. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Unless one of them needs okay, it to live okay. in, that's oh, the only that's reason. that's marvelous because I'm not a business person and I didn't know what to do with it. And I really appreciate your telling me that I don't have to do anything yet. And just for everybody else who's listening, you have to have lived in your residence for two out of the past yeah. five years. Okay, there you go. So. For it to qualify for the capital gains deduction, uh, exclusion, actually yeah. it's called. So you so wouldn't be able to do that. Right. Nope. I've yeah. been out of it four years. There you go. So, yeah, I'd just keep it. I would make it part of my estate. However, you're going to give away the money is your, in your estate. They would deal with it. And they the taxation, if they sold it relatively quickly, would be very zero. minimal or zero. Right. Yeah. Ah, awesome. Thank you so much. I it, appreciate it's that. It's our pleasure. You sound great. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Yeah, please do take care of yourself. All right. Thanks, Karen. Bye-bye. 855-935-TALK. There was this piece. Literally, I I watched a movie with my daughter last night, and then I watched one episode of Better Call Saul with my wife and a friend. But anyway, then I went to read the the paper. I know I'm in a rut. I get it. I am. But I was reading the paper. No, I watched Better Call Saul yesterday, I'm only through two episodes so far. But I I, just finished the third. Yeah. Literally, this article pops up about the condo. You know, I just and I, I, I want I don't, I don't want to live. I don't want to own the condo anyway for a variety of reasons. Right. But I'm reading this and it's talking about how much the prices have gone up, how fast the sales are, and how one of the sales was literally two blocks from the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak, which is basically the same place that our condo is. It is literally two blocks away, right there. My advice so, to you: sell it. <laughs> Sell it. Because let me tell you, condominiums, Uh, condominiums have proven to be generally nationwide terrible investments. Tell you an anecdotal case. The town I live in in Florida in 2006, 2007 was a hotbed of speculation like Vegas and Miami. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. Condominiums, new ones were being built and they were being sold for $380 a square foot. Wow. 
Wow! How right. far down the did they go? Were lining up to buy them. Now you can buy the same condominium. Yeah. It is now twelve years later, 13, 14 years yeah, later. Yeah, it is. For two hundred dollars yeah. a square foot. Does that sound like good appreciation? And here's the other part: the pleasure of owning it all that time. You get all those assessments. You get the mm-hmm. the fee, uh, whole thing. Not not me, but anyway. Well, we have. In fact, some of the condos in town have were built so badly during that crush to build that they are being faced with uh, special assessments yeah that have that, that on a 150 200,000 condo how much $80,000 well isn't that sound nice yeah jump me into one of those but anyway if you're in the Seattle area and you're thinking of selling your condo great time to do it the sales do have been it up today the appreciation. i'll run by on the way home and take care of that yeah. right away just yeah. throw a for sale sign out whatever probably go like that and i'll just I'll, then i'll be living alone and it doesn't sound good either so oh yeah that's right it's your it's your wife's condo Bingo. 855-935-TALK give us a call tom and don are talking real money Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor's a fiduciary at talkingrealmoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. <laughs> that's just a tickle, by the way, in my just throat. That's just a people. tickle. Yeah, that's is that a real cough? That's a tickle. That's it. All that's right. Nothing else. Right. Stacy, run it. She's running out. Somebody, running out somebody the check the man's temperature. <laughs> exactly. Let's not. 855-935-TALK. It's our phone number, 855-935-8255. Yeah. And now, ladies and gentlemen, just like the uh, the mooch said, uh, oh, yeah. the, the yeah, Scaramucci said that, that yeah. the coronavirus yeah. is... Donald Trump's Hurricane Katrina. We have Talking Real Money's own Katrina. The winds Hi, Katrina. are changing direction. Hello, Katrina. How are you? All these things you've never heard before were so original, but how can we help you? Oh, I know. Yeah. I ran for class president back in 2008, and I, my slogan was taking Riverside by storm. <laughs> oh, I like that. That was good. Turn it into a positive. That's great. By storm. That's good. The oh, winds like of change. Vote for Katrina. Something like that. You know, she's funnier than you. <laughs> well, that's not hard to do, but okay. How can we help you? Oh, I graduated from college uh, with a degree that I'm not using right now, and a lot of people my age, I'm 30, are working um, in jobs that aren't traditional, full time with benefits, with you know, retirement or 401k yeah. or pensions. I don't have any of that. So I need to gigger. probably buy into one, right? But I'm like, where do I go? Do Ooh, I do a that's great. Swap or do I do the Gerber fund? I have a little baby. He's now 10 months. Aww. So... How do I manage? All right, let's go. To the, let's go with the basics. Grow. Let's go with the basics. Are you employed okay. in any yes. way? So Sorry, you have no, in, you have income. Service. You have income. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Yay. is it exceeding a hundred and forty thousand dollars a year? I don't know. I'm no. asking. No, okay, so no. it's less than that. She so, basically said she was kind right. of doing gig yes. work Well, but or she might be doing gig work. I might be one what, of the really good gig Yeah, you never people. know. You never know. So, I work in a restaurant. Okay, so it's not, you're not making that kind of money. Okay. So, I mean, here's where I would start. I mean, I think this is easy. I would open a Roth IRA for you. Okay. The maximum I believe you can put in that now, Don, I always forget they change the rule. They change the amount every year. 50. So. Now we're going to look it up. But here, I would, here, make this very simple. I would go to Vanguard.com. Vanguard, you know, Vanguard, great, fun family. I would open a Roth IRA for myself. And I would 
and I th- Don's going to give you the maximum amount. You could do a, six thousand. You could do a contribution now. Remember, it's only thirty. What is six thousand? What's the catch up then? Another seven? Another seven thousand. Okay, so you can put in up to six thousand dollars, and I believe if and it sounds like you're driving, so don't try to write this down. But I would put it all in the the VT Wax. V is in victory. T is in Tom Wax. One mutual fund holds eighty eight hundred globally diversified securities at a very, very, very low cost. Put in the six if you can. If you can't, put in less. And that would be the place to start. Okay. And then for, like, the little baby's college fund, should I do, like, Gerber fund? Or- <laughs> no, I no, 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 no. No, you go, go to, <laughs> to my529.com. My529.com. And it's the Utah 529 and set up an age-based 529. And you can contribute as little as you can, as little or as much as you want. Well, not as much. There's a limit. But uh, that would be the best place to start. Those Gerber baby funds pay like one one one-thousandth of 1%. And it's a life insurance policy. Don't do it. Yeah, they're not good news. Why would you buy life insurance on your baby? It's just dumb as dumb. And then, I mean, really, if you do that Roth for a lot of years, when you get to retirement, oh, rich. the money will just come flooding in. Yep. That's my other so bad I, Katrina joke, time, but okay. Like, yeah, yeah. It'll, it, it, just seal it up and let it grow for 20 years? There are 30. In, until, the, until it bursts the levees. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> that was his Stop. bad joke, not mine, for a change. So, yeah, yeah no, <laughs> I, that would be a place to start. Vanguard and go to the uh, Utah 529, and away you go. Thank you for and your call. And by the way, and by the way, year to date, you're buying those stocks in the Vanguard Total World Stock Index at a almost 10% discount. For yeah, the do you year. like buying things on sale? Yeah, I think that's a good idea, Don. Thank we you. We all like buying things yeah, on sale. Except stocks. Off. I only want to buy those after for they a go up. Time yeah. only. Exactly. Vanguard Total World Stock Index on sale for almost 10% off. You don't get those kind of deals every day. 855-935-TALK. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information, TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. There is a phone number that you need to remember, and it's a good number all the time. It's not just on Saturdays when we do the live show at Como Radio in Seattle, it's good anytime to ask questions either on the show or on the podcast, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, because this is the one place where you're going to get a no BS, honest answer, untainted by sales pitches. The unvarnished truth. I'm, and I might yeah, except, do some varnishing soon, but not except that. Except it's sanded. It's sanded, it's sanded so you don't get splinters. That's true, but speaking, we don't want you to get splinters. Speaking of killjoy, speaking of people that, I mean, wow, really? Oh, you must really? be talking about me again. Well, there's you, and then there's Paul Merriman. You guys are two of the greatest oh, killjoys yeah. I know. I mean, here's Paul riding in uh, <laughs> Market Watch. Welcome to our world. Yeah, I mean, he's saying, are you planning a $40,000 wedding? Yeah, because that's no. basically what they cost these days anyway. And that's the cheap ones. Uh, Paul says, well, no. And, and by the way, I, just for complete transparency, I have a conflict of interest. I want you to spend 40000 on a wedding because my wife does a lot of weddings as a caterer. 
So okay, yeah, wait, that's just selfish. Well, no, that's but that's you're transparency. Not, you're apparently you're apparently not a fiduciary when it comes not to, to the weddings. Things. So Mer- Paul Merriman is saying if you're going to have a forty thousand dollar wedding, how about a thousand dollar wedding and thirty nine thousand dollars into a Roth IRA? Now, of course, you can't put it all in a Roth IRA right away, right? Okay, over a few over years. Yeah. He says, right. he says, I if like you do this that, idea. Paul, I'm liking this yeah, idea. Yeah, you guys, a lot of fun. Uh, he says, if you put it in Vanguard Target Date Fund, which I don't know that I do, but that's close enough. After 40 years, this young lady who did this at 25 instead of the big wedding would have, uh, you still get the thousand for the wedding. I don't know what that buys you that today. Well, it, uh, not much, it, but it, no, as it, we know, it, dealing with hotels. Doesn't even buy you a dress. Barely a couple of cups of coffee, but... Um, at 65, yeah, 1.77 million with an M dollars. Really? So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so should you instead of having the big wedding, and really 40,000 is not a big wedding. It's a wedding. By the time you get a place, you get a food, you throw <laughs> it's a, it's, a wedding. It's, it's not. It's not big. I'm telling you right now. You, you can't afford Pompeii wood-fired pizza. That's that. for sure. And no, by the way, actually, thank you for that you free can. plug. Shameless <laughs> plug. By the way, he points out, by the way, that once you get to retirement at 65 and if you continue to earn seven percent and take out four the cumulative with cumulative withdrawals for this young person i shouldn't have said woman young person 3.2 million dollars there's your 39,000 to 3.2 million in your pocket over time that's pretty significant by the way if you're a and by I, i i hate i don't mean to sound sexist i'm just realistic the vast majority of expensive weddings are expensive because of the bride. I'm going to let you say that. <laughs> so you know it's true. I'm going to let you say it. I would have. I would have eloped. <laughs> I would have eloped yeah. in a heartbeat. It was my wife who wanted the Disney wedding. So yeah, let me yeah. add to uh, that. By the way, if you're having a thousand dollar wedding, do you're not, not call have it at Disney. Well, don't call me. You're not going to Disney, and you're not having Pompeii wood fired pizza either one. And don't call oh. me either. Please. Wait, wait, wait. You could no, probably. What, what am I going to do to a thousand dollar wedding? I have to bring my own what? bourbon or something. Come on. No. Well, what if it's not just like happen. you and the family? What if it's you and the family? Yeah, I mean, even thousand there. I mean, we, we just took everybody out for a drink after a retirement. That was $600 for about 10 minutes. Well, but that was a lot of people. No, it was like that was 15 the whole people. Staff. Yeah, it was like 15, 15 people. 15 people. And for like an Earl's? hour and a half. At Earl's? For 600 I was shocked when they told me okay. $600. Can we disclose how much Amanda Knox's wedding was? I don't think we know. We can't even talk about know? it. We can't? Nope. You just did I something. Just you just, you can't do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> was, can we go back hey, and ask Stacy? we can hit rewind here or something like that? Wasn't it in a magazine? It was online. I know that. I don't know if it was in a magazine or it not. Was, it was a magazine okay. online. You can't talk about so. it. So there you go. It's in the news. I don't have I an did NDA. have somebody, somebody at Retire Me did say, Amanda Knox had Italian food at her wedding? What? They thought that was kind of... I, I didn't say that. They said that. I thought that was a great line. I, that's kind of funny when you think about it. So, but she missed the oh, cooking oh, in the old cafeteria there or something. So anyway. Look at, yeah. Is that what they serve? They serve like wood-fired pizza A lot of wood-fired pizza. You like a little yeah. bit of this on it, a little bit I, of that. You got the red I'm sauce. I'm thinking a rest in Italy's looking better all the time. <laughs> Uh, I let's not wish that. That was four years. I don't think that was a great four years for her life nor if anyone else. If there was Pompeii wood-fired pizza there, <laughs> we'd be sitting around cracking wise, having good plug. wines. <laughs> and you know, I don't even get free pizzas for that. Well, yeah, you you're know, not- my wife said. My wife said, "Get Tom and Dee Dee to ship some free pizzas to Florida." <laughs> exactly.
855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. The debate continues. How much does your $1,000 buy you for a party today? Not much, I'm going to say, but Don Not feels Seattle, otherwise. Yeah, But yeah. If, you, if you go to the Elks Lodge, it's... Oh, you're still on this. Look, I can't stop you. We're talking, uh, by the way. I'm reading it online. All right, our number, 855-935-8255. Oh, it's not Elks Lodge. It's Elks Log. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this, we're talking about the Amanda Knox wedding that was a week no, we're ago not, Saturday. We're not, we're not allowed Don to talk about that. Don is talking about it. I'm can, not talking about it. I know nothing show, about it. So. Can we make the show go a little longer today? Because I don't want to go put my suit on and go to the Salvation That's Army true. fundraiser. The, the, after this the angels have fallen or whatever it is or the fallen you know, angels some, or the... it's, it's a it's a 100th anniversary of the salvation oh, i think Army that's nice i could Gala i could write a note and tell them that you really are a fallen angel they might stop you, you at the door you know how much i love putting a suit and tie on oh yeah you're really good at that you almost had a nice pair of slacks on for retirement so congratulations there i did i tried 855-935-TALK remember you can call that number anytime 24 7 ask questions we'll answer them on the podcast if we don't do them on the show and scott you're up next welcome to talking real money hi scott how are you guys doing today doing great how can we help you hey i just wanted to add something i heard the uh the the Mrs. call in about the uh, selling the condo or hanging on to it, and I wanted to uh, point out an added benefit to hanging on to it. Um, I just went through this with my father's uh, property, and all of the sales expenses after his passing, after the cost basis was reset, are considered a loss on your Form K-1, so if there are other assets like uh, inherited IRAs that you take money out that you would normally have to pay tax on, that loss does help offset those taxes. Well, now I'm going to question you a little bit on the inherited IRA part. I don't know that that would offset that. No, it would offset income that yeah. you took from the, from that if you took it in the year that you got the K-1. I see, because right. you'd have so the K. Okay, I, I guess in, on your tax, you still have to take that out and yeah. pay tax on that no matter right. what. That's you the case. You have to well, take we, it, we, it, but you, you'd have to take, because you, you still have, with a, with an IRA, you have a 10-year yep. period over which you can wait. But if you take some the first year, you could offset that with, with those true. expenses. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. And that's that's what we did. Yeah, and I we, see that. I had, uh, we took more, a little more, than the required uh Distribution, minimum distribution. Yeah, right. So, so when it yeah. came to everything said and done, my income taxes for the year didn't change. I got it. Now I understand what that you're saying. That was actually yeah. a really, and that, that was, was a smart, smart move yeah. to look to do a little yeah. tax planning and say, okay, I'm going to take more than the required minimum distribution to take advantage of this loss so that I'm at a net wash. So your distributions in the future can be a little smaller. Thank you, Scott. Good idea. Good suggestion. Good, 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 uh, yeah, good advice there. I mean, that's interesting notion. Again, you're going to, I want to make clear, you got to take the money out of the individual retirement account. No question. Now, if you, the tax on that is offset by, as you said, by your K-1 or something else, that's okay, but you still got to take that out and pay whatever tax would be due 
on that IRA. Inherited. Correct. But IRA. that gets yeah, but that can be offset. So yeah, that that's the that's the thing. And that's what is really important to um to bear in mind. There was something I wanted to you're add. You're distracted. And I, started, I can tell you're all worked up about well, the Salvation reading, Army or the uh, no, 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 no. I was the, earlier in the show. I was talking about the. We, we got distracted by a call. We were talking about the insurance industry and how insurance companies want to be regulated by the states. Yeah. For some strange reason, they prefer to be regulated by the state than by the federal government. Hmm. And Why would that it, be? A, a, interesting example. There was a big, big insurance guy by the name of Greg Lindbergh. And he was he had a big insurance company, and he bribed a, an insurance commissioner. Where is this? To get favorable treatment, I believe. I'm trying that's why I was trying Lucky to find the Lindy? article. Lucky Lindy. It was in Wow! For some reason, I'm thinking North Carolina. You don't hear that often. I mean, but you do it was hear the, the, the the states just the, this isn't their area of specialty, right? Well, I, Mike Kreidler may the... do a great job when it comes to health insurance. I doubt he's that well versed on equity index annuities. I'm just saying, I doubt it. Yeah, he, but Mike Kreidler is the, uh, the the actually, insurance commissioner in the state of Washington. I have the article here yeah. on my my iPad, so I'm gonna. Well, see, this is radio, old. and you just having it on your iPad it doesn't work because we can't see it. No, I'm going to show it to people. I How are you going to do that? It. I'm going to tell people about it. Oh, okay. I'm not going to show it to them. It's okay. radio. That's. I just said I that, that. I believe. Yeah. I get that. I've been on this a couple of days. You're the uh, longest-running disc North jockey. Carolina. He, get this. He he. North uh, Carolina okay. promised two million dollars. For a favorable for favorable regulatory treatment, wow! And uh, and now the dude's going to go spend some uh, up to twenty years in jail for this. Thank goodness. But what this says is that there is there's a, a financial incentive among folks in these positions because an insurance commissioner doesn't get paid very much. It's not a glamorous job. No. And they go into it in many cases. They either go into it from the insurance industry in retirement or they go into it expecting to go into the insurance industry when they stop being an insurance commissioner. So it's an incestuous business. And that's why I would I would prefer that insurance investment products at the very least well no no you can't even call them the investment feds. products because they're not investments well insurance products that have an investment component yeah that's i mean not they're good. not regulated as investments per se well that's what i want them regulated then, as and the people that that offer them are not invent you know they're not investment advisors that are regulated by the government either and that's what they don't want. And this right. goes. This is very. This is very very similar to what recently happened with the Secure Act, where the U.S. where the U.S. Congress succumbed to the wishes of the insurance industry. Now I do believe money and had something to do with that. Tens of millions of dollars. Yeah, that they were in lobbying. lobbying. Yeah, right. That because was done you're talking about Congress. the fact that now it plans the plan sponsors off the hook if they offer an annuity product, whereas right. before their fiduciary responsibility to the participants did not basically allow that. Now you're they're going to be and okay. Who benefits from having annuity products 
in 401ks. The employees, and, of course, in a big way. Right. That's yeah. what the insurance firms would You're like to get you a to big believe. guarantee. At 30 years yeah. old, you should be signing up for that annuity. You might need that in 35 years. Yeah, Absolutely. You might make two and a half, three percent a year. Yeah, but Ooh. it's guaranteed. It's going to be there. It's and that's the other thing you I don't, don't have like to be at the whim companies. of the of the Wall Street marketing machine. You're all set. As an individual company, we can't say we guarantee anything. Yet insurance companies, because they've got this insurance, and that's all it is, it, they can say that we're that our investments are guaranteed, but they're, in, they're guaranteed by an insurance pool. But insurance that may companies run out never of money. had any trouble, have they? Only. Several. Oh, what, what, AIG was that? That was AIG. Oh, that was Executive Life. That's totally right, yeah. bankrupt. Totally oh, that's bankrupt. Right. AIG. Didn't you own part so, of them for a while? I I never owned AIG. Yeah, you did. I think you were American oh, taxpayer. A taxpayer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. In. We did own AIG. Just I don't saying, know why we gave it, it back. I, we should exactly. just have kept it. Eight five five nine three five. Talk. Call that number twenty four seven. We'll answer your questions. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you want to learn more, if you want to listen to our many, uh, over 300 podcasts, if you want to watch our videos, if you want to take a risk quiz, all kinds of stuff is available to you at TalkingRealMoney.com. That's TalkingRealMoney.com, including the opportunity to meet with an advisor. There's just hit the button that says meet. And uh, you, you can meet with one for free, no obligation, no sales pitch. TalkingRealMoney.com. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening. That's a wrap.